Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Star Wars 7x7, episode 705. Today, what we've learned about Ben Solo, also known as Kylo Ren, thanks to Star Wars Bloodline. It's not a heck of a lot, but there is some stuff we can read into. In fact, we're going to do a bit of reading here for you. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and this episode is coming to you a couple hours later than it normally might because of a lightning strike, of all things. Yes, indeed, the home office actually got hit by lightning and took our power out. It was one of those where you don't necessarily get the power sort of flickering, 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 and then it goes off. It was wham, lightning strike, and then gone. Everything gone. Thankfully, nothing got burned out or anything like that. We'd had a bunch of stuff unplugged because the lightning storm had been going on for a while before that one strike. And power back on overnight, so here we are recording early morning for you. All right, so let's talk about Ben Solo. And I'm going to go with Ben Solo and not Kylo Ren in this particular case because it doesn't seem like, as of Star Wars Bloodline, he has become Kylo Ren just yet. As far as we know, we don't know. (laughs) It's a terrible way of putting it, but that is actually ultimately the truth. Ben does not appear in Star Wars Bloodline. Neither does Luke Skywalker, for that matter. And, of course, we discussed what his deal was when we talked about him yesterday. But Ben is supposedly traipsing around the galaxy with Luke Skywalker during the time of Star Wars Bloodline. And, ultimately, this is all assumption because of the fact that the novel comes from Princess Leia's perspective. So she believes that Luke and Ben are out together in the galaxy, God knows where. And yet, she doesn't know for sure. She's just saying, she says, the Force alone knows where they are. But for all we know, Ben could have said sayonara to Luke and taken off on his own, and we wouldn't know it. And neither would Leia, for that matter, because it says it's been a while since Luke's last message to Leia. So, you know, a while doesn't really give us much of anything. I would say if... Somebody's using the word while. It probably means it's less than a year. All right. I think we can go with that safely. Um, You know, that's a guess, of course. But uh, there's references to many years passing on different things like many years since Skywalker has been seen by anyone, for example. So that would be a lot more than a while, I would think. So I'm guessing that it's been, hmm, why don't we call it six months as a guess, since Leia has heard from Luke in any way, shape, or form. Now, I'm probably late in mentioning this, but we are in spoiler territory for Star Wars Bloodline, so if you haven't read the novel and intend to and don't want to be spoiled, then you might want to hold this podcast for a later time. But if you have read it, or if you haven't read it and you don't care about the spoilers, then stick with us, because here we go. The novel, of course, revolves around the fact that Darth Vader is revealed to be Luke and Leia's father. And according to Leia, Ben is unaware of this fact and that Han and Leia had chosen not to tell him because they were waiting for the right time to tell him. 
And Leia's reflection on the subject goes like this. She says she needed to explain to Ben that they'd kept from telling him because they'd wanted to find the right moment. She realized now that she'd been fooling herself. Luke, too. There could be no good time to learn news this devastating. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say that's a pretty common situation that people run into when they've got bad news. Oh, I'll find the right moment for it. Never a right moment for it. And it always ends up coming out at the worst possible time. And, of course, it's made all the worse for the length of time that the secret's been kept. So, doing the math, it would seem that Kylo Ren is around 24 years old at this point. It being six years before The Force Awakens, and that means that it is 24 years after Return of the Jedi. There is the question of when Han and Leia actually got married. This has still not been answered. There is only one thing that even gets in the neighborhood of that, which is Leia's reflection here. She was thinking of a sublight run they, they being Han and Leia, they'd undertaken together early in their marriage, which had begun with a great deal of bickering. However, all that time alone, with no one to interrupt them, had eventually led to much more enjoyable pursuits. Given the timing, she was fairly sure those pursuits had led directly some months later to Ben's birth. This, of course, omits the crucial fact of when they actually got married, but he's referenced as being 30 years old in the script, and so that's what I'm rolling with, which means that I'm rolling with they got married pretty quick after Return of the Jedi as well. Of course, that's not been officially confirmed anywhere, so you will have to take that with a grain of salt. But I'd say, on the scale of reliability, probably more reliable than not. All right, so let's digress for a quick second. It's not really a digression, but go with me with it. (laughs) This is going back to The Force Awakens. And cast your mind to the scene with Kylo Ren and Rey in the interrogation. And Kylo Ren reading Rey's mind, seeing that she thinks of Han Solo as a father figure and commenting that he would have disappointed her. Now, I don't know about you, but I found that comment both not entirely unexpected, but also more than a little heartbreaking. And I was hoping we would get a little more of the father-son relationship or at least some sense of that dynamic. We don't get a lot, but we do get a couple of snippets that are absolutely beautiful and heartbreaking in their own way. This is one of them, Leia's reflection on a scene with Han and infant Ben. Never imagine this, Han had murmured, sitting up in their bed late at night, Ben's tiny head resting in the crook of his father's arm, having a kid, even wanting a kid, but now he's here and... And Leia cuts him off and says, and you're a dad. And then she teases him about eventually being a grandfather someday. I wish I had heard what Han was going to say next. I wish Leia had let him (laughs) lay into it, whatever it was going to be. That sort of thing implies that he's actually happy to be a dad, even though he was never expecting to be one, which is always a wonderful thing to hear. And then there's a later tidbit about how Han is off training new pilots in a series of races, and Leia reflects that Han is teaching these kids the same lessons he'd so badly wanted to teach his son. So on the one hand, we have Kylo Ren saying that Han was a disappointment as a father. And on the other hand, we have a couple of snippets of Han as actually interested as a father and wanting to connect with his son. And there's one other thing that I want to throw into the mix here, which leads me to believe that something went down with Han and Luke, and that is why we have the situation that we have. There's a scene where there are a few of these scenes, but one scene of Leia and Han talking through the Star Wars universe equivalent of Skype together, and 
It says, This was Leia's cue to ask whether Han had heard from Ben or Luke, parentheses, though she knew he wouldn't have, close parentheses. And so naturally, I want to read a heck of a lot into this. Why would she be operating under the assumption that Han would not have heard from Ben and Luke, period, paragraph, end of story? That seems very telling to me. And it also seemed very telling to me in The Force Awakens itself when Han talked about people who knew him best said he was looking for the Jedi Temple. And, you know, Han doesn't seem like the kind of person to be that kind of cagey. You think he would own a relationship with his brother-in-law a little bit more than that. Or when he says, yeah, I knew Luke, and that's it. (laughs) Nothing else. I mean, maybe he's being cagey with Ray and Finn because he doesn't know them, and so he doesn't want to say, yeah, my brother-in-law, or anything like that. But, I don't know, there's something about his whole mannerisms, his whole attitude that suggests that something went down between Han and Luke that wasn't very cool and that Ben had to have been involved somehow, and that's part of why there's some distance there. So yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that there is some bad blood there and that Ben's ultimate turn to the dark side may have been affected by this bad blood. And while the implication is not made that finding out about Darth Vader is going to also play a part in turning Ben to the dark side, there is the indication that it's not going to go over well. Leia reflects that the truth of Vader's identity had shattered her. She could not imagine what it might mean to Ben. At least Luke could tell Ben the most important part, that Vader had in the end been redeemed. It seems like Leia has come to grips with this to some degree after conversations with Luke and how things went down in the last few minutes on board the Death Star, but doesn't seem like Ben is going to take to it too well. And wherever Luke and Ben are in the galaxy, Leia seems to think that they must be near populated spaces because she is afraid when the news gets out about Darth Vader being her father and Ben's grandfather that he's going to hear it from some news report and not hear it from her or Han or Luke or anything like that. So this is another situation where I don't know how far we can trust Leia on this one. And really, I guess it's a matter of how far we can trust Claudia Gray on this one. Not that she's trying to lead us astray, per se. Maybe I should say that it's a question of how far we can trust the Lucasfilm story group. Because the only things that we know for sure is that it's been a while since Leia has heard from Luke and Ben. And that there was severe radiation interference in the message that Luke had sent. So she doesn't necessarily know where they are. She's assuming that they're nearby some population center where they could actually get news on a regular basis. But maybe they're not. Who knows? And she records a message for Ben to talk to him about it. And as she describes it, it's for comforting him and not about finding any consolation of her own. But we don't yet know whether he finds out the news from her message or from some holonet source or or Supreme Leader Snoke for all we know. And there's just two more that I want to share with you. There is a brief reflection from Leia of Ben as a kid. Ben running in after an afternoon of roughhousing with his friends. Hair must absolutely filthy and proud of himself. That's the line in the book. You can almost imagine a little Adam Driver running in with his, you know, floppy curly hair running in all dirty and playing around looking like Dennis the Menace or something like that. And there's another one that's more telling. It involves a conversation where Leia is supposed to be potentially inheriting a royal title someplace in the governorship. And this other character is saying that you must succeed Lord Mellowin just as your son must someday succeed you. And 
This is the response that Leia has, or at least this is the narrative response. It says, For a moment, Princess Leia looked weary as if she had aged between one sentence and the next. And she says, I can't see Ben taking an interest in the governorship either. Now, why would it do that? Why would the book suggest that she's aged from one second to the next, thanks to the mention of her son in this context? Let's roll this back a little bit and consider, first of all, that Leia is absolutely not interested in this governorship that's being talked about, could care less about it, and would probably care less if her son inherited it then as well. So that's number one. Number two, if Ben is actually doing well as a Jedi, then you would think that there would be some pride in how he's doing, and if she says that he's not going to be interested in the governorship because he's doing well as a Jedi, then she wouldn't seem to age from one sentence to the next in that situation. So this, to me, suggests that there's already some trouble with Ben at this point. Maybe he hasn't gone over to the dark side yet, but maybe he is on his way there, and it's been clearly identified that he's on his way there, and maybe Luke is taking him away as sort of an intervention to try and get him back to the light side. Maybe Luke has said, hey, things are not going well with you hanging out with Han and Leia, so why don't I take you on a trip with me and some of my Force acolytes that I hang out with all the time and see if you can (laughs) come to the light side and see if we can help you out with whatever trouble you're having with Han and maybe even with Leia as well. And maybe it's not an intentional omission, but maybe it is. The fact that the messages have come from Luke and not from Ben to Leia. So Ben is not necessarily sending his own messages to Leia at this point. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? So to wrap it up, first of all, it is unfortunate that we did not get to see Ben at all in Star Wars Bloodline. That is one of my regrets about the novel. So Claudia Gray, write a novel that's twice as long next time (laughs) so we can see what's going on with Luke and Ben. And that's for Bloodline 2.0. Just, you know, take a note. (laughs) And... Everything we know about Ben at this point is through inference in these little snippets here and there that we've shared with you during this episode. It reads as though Ben is estranged from Han, certainly, and possibly Leia as well. And the fact that they have a bad relationship going into the announcement of the news that Darth Vader is Ben's grandfather, yeah, that's really not going to go well when he finds out about that. And maybe it's this estrangement that makes Leia age from one second to the next, as we mentioned earlier about that whole governorship thing. Or maybe it's something worse. Maybe it's that he is already in trouble as a force-using light side person and that Luke needed to take him away to try and keep him from falling to the dark side. That is me reaching a little bit more, but I'd love to hear what you think about that possibility. Chime in at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, let's do some trivia for you. All right, let's light it up! Last time we asked you what Han, Finn, and Chewie needed Captain Phasma for on Starkiller Base, and that was to lower the base's shields. Today's question, how does Kylo Ren keep from getting shot by Poe Dameron on Jakku? 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you pick up another pathetic life form, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a pod race bet, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.